Hello, and you're listening to a new podcast titled Anchored in Truth. This is where we see how the gospel and life collide, knowing that we need to be anchored in God's word, which is truth. My name is Jonathan Lee, and let me share a little bit about myself as this is a new podcast. I'm a husband, been married to my beautiful wife, Alyssa, who's sitting right next to me uh, since October 29th, right? 29th. Woohoo! October 29th. For 15 years, we have three beautiful children, ages from 11 to 6, and I've been part of a ministry actually for 19 years, but as a pastor of those 19 years, about 13. And so this podcast really is going to talk a little bit about how there's life and the gospel, how that affects life, how it changes life, how the gospel even at times is offensive, but really even those in ministry, what does ministry mean? how we kind of navigate through life. So there's a lot that we're going to go over. And I know, Alyssa, this is something that you even talked about. And you're like, John, what did you say to me? (laughs) I said, we are never going to get this time again. COVID has given us this time to be at home as a family. That doesn't mean that we're not working because we're both working. And now we apparently are homeschooling too. And that's going to go on for a little bit longer as we're just found out possibly today, but more about that later. But really, Alyssa, you have this idea of like, John, this is a great opportunity to kind of just talk about the different aspects of what I've gained in ministry, but also to talk to other people that are in, involved in ministry. And we have a lot of great ideas. And so we're going to talk uh, kind of, I don't know, one of the ideas is obviously different aspects of theology. You know, I have a heart for people to understand um, really what the Bible is talking about, doctrine. And sometimes we cringe at that word. I mean, I've had other people say, oh, doctrine is for those that are in seminary or academics, or as you said, the intellectual. <laughs> and I think sometimes we use that word and it kind of can, depending on your church background. Um, you know, if you came from a pretty heavy, um, probably doctrinal church, and I use that term in the sense of like it was heavy handed, you're going to be turned off a little bit. And there's some churches that maybe they, they don't even use the word doctrine, but they want to teach you what the Bible says. I get that. I just want to make sure there's clear understanding because ultimately as Christians, we need to know what the Bible says. We need to be able to share our faith and articulate our faith. And I think that's crucial and sometimes it's neglected. So that's part of it. Uh, another thing is I love church history. Well, you know me. I love history in general. But <laughs> what is church history? What do I say? It is our, our history. history. It's our family history. And yes, there's. you look throughout our history, church history, and you can look at the millions of people that have gone before us, and you don't know them, but guess what? In Christ, we're related, and so that is our history. And it's also kind of interesting because, you know, we look at this whole weird time that we're in with COVID-19 and just pandemics and all this kind of stuff, and it is not new to church history. Nope, it's not new. And and actually, the church survived. Mm-hmm. And it <laughs> went on. And thrived, actually. And yes, there's hard times, but I think that's something we could learn from. So really kind of want to just navigate through life and what's going on. And so today, um, I what better person to join on the very first ca- uh, <laughs> podcast than my beautiful wife, Alyssa. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. And you're beautiful as well as very intellectual. So hey, you know what? As you're here, uh, we're going to talk about this. I'm going to throw some questions at you. And you get to kind of navigate this and we'll talk. But what uh, has really coronavirus revealed? Not just personally, but what have you seen? Um, I, I've Besides seen... Besides sickness. <laughs> I've seen that, you know, that little bit of our personalities, of ourselves, that we spend a lot of time being really busy trying to 
push or suppress is like raging right now (laughs) (laughs) and obviously you know a a lot of those really negative aspects are is sin Mm -hmm. and it is just kind of well, that's the root of it, right? It's yes. Sin. Yeah. Yes. And so well, and it's, we see it everywhere, though. We see it on the road. Yep. We see it in Costco. We could even probably, not that this is a result of coronavirus, but racism, that's been around oh, before. Absolutely. But I'm just saying that I think there's this more of a tension just because of what's going on within our nation and the globe. Not to say that that didn't, you know, that wasn't happening beforehand, yes. but it is, it's just intensified. And I think a lot of it has to do with, too, that. You know, there are a large number number of people that um, don't have jobs right now. So they have a lot of idle time. And in this day and age, what do you spend a lot of idle time on? Yeah, your device, Social right? Social media. <laughs> and, you know, it, it just kind of amplifies not great situations into something even bigger. So. And, and I think that's uh, that's something we've even seen personally, like little transparency here. But yes, we've gotten in uh, some good some arguments. Pretty heated arguments, yes. <laughs> and I think what it is is like one. I think people are just as families. Like if we just look at the family level, they're n- they're not used to spending all this time together because we're from a busy culture. I mean, different parts of the country, I'm sure, maybe not as busy. But Southern California, I mean, there's just always this like go mentality, which mm-hmm. I hate. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were so busy before this, and I'm so thankful that it's caused us to stop. Um, you know, a lot of things stopped. Some things have been hard. But but ultimately, um, I don't think people are used to being around each other no. <laughs> as long. So We're being stuck in the same house. So you got that tension. You got, obviously, if we look at the heart of it, root of it, sin, and that comes to the surface, it reveals the cracks. And uh, in ministry, we've obviously always have dealt with counseling aspects of things. People come to us for different, different areas. But probably the number one that we th- have seen mm-hmm. is, guess what? Marriages. Marriage. And I, obviously, we know that this is a place, and, and it's people that we've kind of been surprised by, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm not putting anyone under the bus or saying that anyone, uh, no marriage is uh, perfect, obviously. But but it, the, the large numbers, I would say, of people even just reaching out to you has just been so shocking. Yeah. Because, um, and you know, I, I'm so thankful that they are feeling, you know, like, that they're feeling comfortable to reach out oh, yeah. for help and I think and that, that's good but I think what we're saying is that we've what's showing that like yeah it's revealing these areas that maybe people are blind to or just too busy and they ignored them I, I know that personally like seeing how man my tension goes one way and I could get frustrated or anxious and I knew that before but I think this is just causing everything to come to the surface and, and you've seen it um, on the road. We've yeah. seen it a lot. You were in uh, Trader Joe's today. Oh, my gosh. It was so strange. So Trader Joe's has, you know, they only let a certain number of people into the grocery store. And and my son and I um, were grocery shopping. And it was a really sweet time, actually, because he wanted to go to the store with me. He didn't have to, but he wanted to. And, I didn't. <laughs> and he was just so... I don't know. He was just really sweet about it. So we're waiting in line and the gal in front of us wasn't wearing a mask. Her kids weren't wearing a mask. Her kid was in the grocery cart and in our county, um, regulations have lifted a little bit. Uh, masks are not required anymore. They are highly encouraged, but not required. And you know, the employees all have masks and gloves and everything on. And the guy that's checking, um, her, you know, 
checking her out, her groceries, not her. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for clarifying. Um, She, she kind of got into a conversation with him about, you know, how she's not wearing a mask. She doesn't wear a mask. She's not making her kids wear masks. And she, I mean, seemingly was very kind about it. But when she walked away, the employee said, gosh, I, I almost asked her, are you a Christian? Because all the Christians are just so anti-mask. And it actually just kind of grieved me a little bit that that, that to him was like our legacy. <laughs> I don't well, know. Like a, he was able to define that Christians are known for almost like the anti aspect of things, which mm-hmm. is which is kind of crazy because, you know, are we known for what we're more against and what we're for? And it kind of goes to that. But, you know, you bring that up because as coronavirus brings it reveals these cracks, I also think there's this other side of reminding ourselves, how do we love our neighbor? Mm-hmm. And it stems down to the, the image of God. You know, yeah, in Genesis 1, when God created Adam and, and mankind, ultimately he says, let us make man in our image. Uh, that that's uh, in Latin. We know the term as imago day. Mm-hmm. I share that with you a lot and you, the kids know, it, which I love it. But, but every single person uh, created, every human being is We're image bearers. image bearers. Yep. And so that definitely changes how we look at one another. And so ultimately I'm go- I got a point, I promise. But ultimately <laughs> this, re- this changes how we view people that are of a different race than us. This is how we look at different, different gender generation. Yep. Like, like it, it makes us realize like, yeah, that's an image bearer. But with that, it's how do we as believers love other image bearers? Mm-hmm. And so this coronavirus is kind of revealing something. Now, now, as you mentioned about the, the mask or not the mask, should we wear one or not? Like I was thinking like, that's like a Christian liberties aspect, yeah. right? Like it's so like smoking, not a, drinking. Yeah. Now it's going to be masked, masks or no mask. <laughs> do I wear one? Do I not? And and it's also a hot topic. Yeah. Like divisive. It's so heated right now. People are like, oh, they can't tell me to wear a mask. I don't need to wear no stinking mask. Mask's not going to protect me. And then you've got the other side of the spectrum of like, how dare they don't wear a mask? Do they not care? Are they trying to infect me with coronavirus? <laughs> and, so, and, I, and so that's kind of like, as that guy made that statement, you know, and you, you brought that point, you were grieved. It made me think like, man, what a mindset of like a ministry, like Paul for went, or he, he, he did not partake in certain aspects of his Christian liberty, all for the sake of not hindering the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so if we're called to share the gospel, live out the gospel as an image bearer, which ultimately points to the true image, the ultimate image, Jesus Christ. Wow. Like, duh. Like, it makes mm-hmm. you want to think like, man, how do I love other people? Well, wear a stinking mask, I guess, right? Yeah. Insert mind blown emoji. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I think ultimately, uh, you know, what dawned on me is like, yes, I have that liberty. And you could look at the liberty that we have of, of the land too, uh, to wear a mask, not to wear a mask. But um, today, uh, this is kind of like a little side note. I wasn't part of a Zoom meeting with some doctors from the Riverside Health University, Univer- Riverside University, University Health. Health yeah. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Don't even know. Um, but I didn't even know that was like a thing. Is it like UCR? What is it? <laughs> I was like, I know Riverside Community Hospital. Anyway, um, but they shared from their perspective and and we, I, I they didn't quite say they were Christians, but... Um, well, the one guy was a was pastor. A, he was a youth pastor. Yeah. So... But anyway, they, they, they see how the importance of the church and, and medicine and everything all works together, especially during this time. 
but they were saying like, you know, their mindset was like the mask isn't so much about you being protected. It's for you not to infect Mm -hmm. and you could be asymptomatic, meaning you can not have any of the symptoms and still be a carrier and not even know it Mm -hmm. because of the, the longevity of you holding it and having it and not even have the symptoms. And that was right there where I'm like, man, there's even more of this burden that I would hate. I would hate if I had it, had this, had the virus, didn't know it, didn't have any of the symptoms. And I accidentally, you know, unknowingly got someone else sick because of that. Yeah. And so I'd rather be ultra conservative and deny my liberties, if you will, of, <laughs> uh, and, and wear a mask uh, for the sake of other people. And so that's that was interesting that you brought that up. I really liked that um that zoom meeting because i felt like the doctors in the discussion a lot of times with the medical community especially with covid it's like stay at home don't have contact with other people don't go to public places unless you have to it's very like you need to do this or else and they, they, they were acknowledging the importance of the faith community um with overall health, not yeah. not just you know your your body, but your the physical. But, yeah. Well, and they did say like obviously it's the, the impact that social distances have had, and I I get that, but you're right. Like they they're like, but there's an importance of actually meeting together. But how we can do that in a controlled way, I guess. Yeah. You know, so. the the singing kind of scared me a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a different thing. So so with with being image bearers, like that's something that should really challenge us. I mean, think about it. We talked about there's tension on the road. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. if we look at the other people as image bearers, how does that mean how we treat them, our patients with one another, how we love other people? Like, it all is implicit of something even greater, though, is the gospel uh, message, how Jesus is the image of the invisible, um, how he is the perfect image. And so it all reflects on him. We're called to love our neighbor. Why? Because how greatly loved we are by God. And so I think it all goes hand in hand. It all is important. And, um, you know, we, kind of, we kind of see that aspect of it. So with that, we kind of talked about coronavirus and cracks in us all. Mm -hmm. Um, let me ask you this. How do you think is the best way for a believer to kind of grow during this time to embrace it? What do you think? Um, I think, especially as a mom (laughs) and a wife. Well, you know, when we first went into this, we were told two weeks flatten the curve and this has turned into three months i think had we had known in the beginning that this would have been three months worth of staying at home we might have had a different aspect of it but in the very beginning of this i saw an instagram post and i don't remember who posted it but kudos it, to whoever did it though, yeah right? because i feel like it was it was fairly life-changing in the sense that um they said anything that you've been wanting to do do it start the blog start the podcast you know do these things that you've not had time to do for me it's been baking i've been baking like crazy and i've enjoyed (laughs) all of it but this time is a gift that we have with our families i feel like we're able to you know kind of even um point out character issues in ourselves Mm -hmm. i mean we've already kind of touched on that a little bit but even with our kids just to kind of redirect um, some things that maybe are we're not noticing because we're too busy and to really address it and deal with it. Yeah, I think that's good. I would encourage like other men, other dads to 
kind of like on one hand there's moments that I probably want to check out because you're just tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm tired of looking at a screen and tired of looking at. Did you know there's a name for that? What is it called? It's called technology fatigue. I I'm technology fatigued <laughs> at times. It's a thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like it's it's different. It's a different tired being tired from looking at a screen it's doing meetings. It's draining, but your um, body has done no nothing. nothing. So, <laughs> so I think that's like the easy thing is to want to check out. Um, but like you said, Alyssa, that we, we may never get this time and our kids are at a great age where they're younger and we could play with them. Um, we could, you know, run around with them. They, they want to be around us. But they're not Uh, so young that we feel like they're going to (laughs) die, like go off and jump off a cliff. Toddlers do that. Do you not remember Jude? Oh my gosh. Toddler years have been apparently not. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's been too long so uh you know obviously wanting to take the time i have with them and, and invest with them and spiritually uh i would encourage like one i also had this great these huge ambitions and goals of reading a lot of books mm-hmm. granted i just finished a semester for my master's so i mean i was busy reading for school my free time if you will was about that but uh um I think that's like also good. But one thing that you and I have done, and this has been great, and I would encourage anyone listening, is that you and I have really been working out. And we yeah. kind of made our garage into a little home gym with just some, some weights and stuff that we were able to pick up from here and there. And uh, yeah, that's been good. Like I think that physical aspect of it has been really good mentally. Also spiritually, making sure we're in God's word daily, um, making sure that we're spending time before the Lord. That's huge. But those are those are all aspects of it that I think are important because I think the opposite, my our tendency, or at least I know speaking for myself, is probably to kind of revert to like, well, either I'm going to go gung ho and be busy doing other things, or I'm going to check out. Absolutely. Um, in the first couple of weeks of this, I was like, this is awesome. I'm going to watch church in bed, like, you know, waffles every Sunday morning. I've been making waffles a lot. I've enjoyed this. That's hence why we need to work out. Too much. <laughs> we work out to eat. Um, but, you know, there. so in the beginning, there was an element of just kind of letting routine go by the wayside. And routine is like the R word for me. John loves routine. I so good. fight. Right. Fight against it. But ultimately, I know that I and the rest of our family do really well on a routine. And that kind of shows even with our, our workout um schedule routine we've been working out five days a week for the past four weeks mm-hmm. yeah so um and i feel great we both feel great and yep so that's where i would leave you guys uh encourage you with that is that we could be active being with the lord and to have that um this could be a long haul right oh my god the, the doctor today said, what did he say? Uh, prepare for 12 to 18 months oh my gosh. at the most, like 24 months, which I'm like two years. And granted, he may be also including not just the physical being sick and contagious, but, but just like repercussions. Yes. The economical yeah. uh, side, what's going to affect the economy and things like that. So, yeah, I, I think those are huge. Well, today we... we we're able to talk about a few things kind of as an intro. Uh, we talked about coronavirus revealing the cracks 
in us mm-hmm. all, which I think is where we can see the Lord pruning and cutting away. We uh, talked about Imago Day. The image of God and how we're all image bearers, which ties into coronavirus because we need to take it seriously regardless because that's a fellow image bearer. Mm-hmm. And we looked at our Christian liberties of wearing masks or not masks. <laughs> I never thought, well, I never thought a year ago that we'd all be wearing masks, number one, but I never thought that that would turn into a Christian liberties debate. Um, debate, yes. Yeah. Well, and this also ties into our civil liberties that people have. Yeah. And, you know, I, I get that. Um, and obviously this is a whole, we could go on and on and on, and on, and on. about the different viewpoints of uh, our liberties being squashed, civil liberties. But I think I would just revo- re- kind of go back to or revert to um, how do we love other people? Mm-hmm. How do we take care? Because, you know, there's two two sides to this, I think. There's the people that don't care at all. They don't, they don't give... Um, a second thought like they're the going to be the ones that go back to church and they lick the doorknobs <laughs> they're going to be the ones by the way speaking of church and doorknobs and doorknobs speaking of church i'm not a hugger you know that oh i, I will give hugs you love to be tickled oh gosh no but i would give my right arm for a hug at church now our fellow believers in body in christ like i miss i miss the corporate worship so much and i know that we'll all be together again soon like on sunday um <laughs> well i i know it's gonna take because i'm so but quick, things aren't gonna be the no. same and they're not gonna be this, like that for a while it's gonna we're adjusting but i i think you're on to something though is that there is this aspect of we need to be together because what is the church? I think that's a great question to talk about. What does it mean to be together uh, in in a room, a congregation, singing together, praying together, hearing the word of God taught, um, and challenging one another, and, and, and the aspect of what does that all mean, the discipleship aspect of it. But uh, ultimately, you know, um, like you said, there's there's also the physical presence of mm-hmm. someone. It's just different than a video. But I I mean, you know how it is. There's gonna be there's people that won't care. They're gonna no. want to hug everyone, mm-hmm. lick every doorpost and doorknob, and uh, they don't care. And then there's gonna be the ones that probably are a little sk- bit scared and hesitant yeah. to go to church because they're at risk. They're yeah. they're the high risk category. And I think, you know. And then there are going to be people who are high risk that don't care <laughs> and are going to want all the hugs. They're, they're the, they're, yeah, they want it all. Um, but I think that's where we just need to be mindful of other people, why we wear a mask out of love, or at least that's kind of my motivation. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to do this. Honey, I'm going to love you, so I'm going to wear a mask in front of you, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. You know uh, the worst thing about masks, though? I'm just going to say it, is that you smell your own breath constantly. Especially if you had coffee, then oh you, have, you smell your coffee it's breath. Like dragon okay, breath. this is just me, but also because, like, I think I'm a heavy breather, obviously. <laughs> but, like, my mask gets kind of like moist for my breath. Yeah. Like, in a. <sighs> anyway, sorry, <laughs> that's totally off subject, but. Um, so we, I think that's something we got to talk about. But I just want to first just tell everyone thank you for listening. Thank you, Alyssa, for joining. Thank you for having me. And what a great first person to have at the launch of this 
podcast. Thank so you, you for not having me or not. <laughs> thank you for having me, even though I'm not intellectual. <laughs> oh, you, you are very, very intellectual <laughs> and very beautiful. Oh, thank you. Hey, everyone. So thank you for listening to Anchored in Truth, where the gospel and life collide. Let me encourage you to live out the gospel. Hey, also don't forget to hit subscribe so you can get the weekly content.